guys, welcome to the podcast. My name is Rebecca and on this episode of Color and Emotion, I want to chat about storytelling. So I the other day came across a memoir from Paula White. Her name's now Paula White Kane. And she's like a pastor that I stumbled upon at some point in my history. And I used to listen to her often and I was like really encouraged by her. And I don't really remember what season of my own life I was in when I first discovered her and was inspired by her ministry. But I just remember being young and being like hungry for God and listening to several distinct voices of which she was one in that era of my life. And the voices that I was drawn to were voices that spoke with passion and authority of the goodness and victory of God specifically, because I think sometimes I think, well, I, you know, as I've mentioned before, the Bible says we all see in part. And what that means practically is that sometimes the parts we see of God are hard to reconcile with the parts other people see of God. And then when you also um, account for like sin and shenanigans, then some of the really, really beautiful things of God get exploited or misconstrued and like used as accusation against the people who serve him and who have seen those parts of him. So I think there's some specific circles of Christian ministry where like, yes, there are sin and shenanigans going on, but that does not negate the truth about God's character that they see. Um, And the reason I bring that up is because... (laughs) I think um, the context of like her ministry being very charismatic in the sense of like what we think of when we think of charismatic Christianity, but also like the way God actually puts people together. Some people are beautiful and like charismatic and they speak well and they have a lot of friends and people are attracted to them and there's nothing wrong with that. And I feel like sometimes Christians can hate on people who are like that because of their own personal saltiness and insecurity. But anyway, um, this story that she is telling is absolutely riveting. Sorry, is that thunder or is that like a dump truck? Oh, I think it's a dump truck. Typical. I'm outside in my car again at another coffee shop, so. <laughs> Here we are. Anyways, um, the, it's just such good writing. And so I was just really inspired by, I mean, I haven't even finished it yet, but the first few pages, I was like, oh my goodness, like this is such good writing. And so it reminded me of something that Brooke Frazier, who's another one of my, like, really, um, one of the people who really impacted me when I was young and like freshly in vibrant relationship with the Lord. Um, she actually came to my town for like a worship night not too long ago. And she was saying that, like, Jesus tells the best stories, which means that God writes the best stories. And she was encouraging people, like, if you find yourself in a season where it's like a whole entire hot mess, like, don't give up because God is writing a really good story and he's writing it intentionally. And I think the truth of that kind of comes up against sometimes... um the truth that God does always cause us to try it. Well, it doesn't come up against it. it. It does align. I think living that out can feel messy and there's a lot of tension because the outcomes people get are what we can see, but we can't see their heart in the process necessarily. Like we can see how they respond and we can see things about their character, but we don't really know the secret conversations people have with God. We don't know what he told them to do that they did or didn't obey. We don't know where their life is going. And so I am like personally learning to really be um, 
open and humble and hearing what other people have lived through to not be afraid of like, well, I don't want to live through that. So let me just pick apart what they did wrong in a situation so that if that ever happens to me, then I'll do everything right and it'll go good. And it's like, that is not the point. Um, and so when I was reading this story and because of some of the things that I'm living through in my own life, because I'm in a significant transition again, it brought to mind this verse from first Corinthians two, five, which says it's in like a, you know, Corinthians is really, it's so good. And like every verse is in the context of all the verses around it. But I just pulled out verse five, which says, so that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. And one of the things that has helped me to become a doer of the word and to really like digest scripture in recent years is to interchange the word God with love because God is love. And so my faith does not rest in my own wisdom, my own ability even to hear from God. Like (laughs) I can't have my faith rest in myself and in my wisdom. It has to rest in the power of love, the power of God's love for me and in my life. Because even when I do miss it, even when things don't go the way they are, even when I am affected and impacted by other people's sin and shenanigans and bad decisions, he really does cause all things to work together for my good, for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So love really is that powerful, um, I mean, what would you, it's, it's everything. It's like the essence of God's character. It's who he is. And it's the thing, the energy, the thing that makes, that holds all things together. And that, um, you know, allows and, uh, operates. I don't know the word. I mean, it's just so like, (laughs) it's just beyond words, but like, it's the love of God that causes all things to work together for our good is what I'm trying to say. So, um, yeah, so I have been reading this this story and because like she starts when she's pretty young and so there are some things where I do know what happened next, but you but like she doesn't when she's writing it and you're like, "No, like don't do that." Or like, "No, like this is, you know, it's just really such an interesting thing to read through the memoir of someone who that you've known their life before they told the story and like you and they're still here so it's like they haven't got it all figured out either but they have learned things and walked with God and I just am really like inspired by people who don't quit on God um I just my heart is for discipleship is for longevity and endurance and so I just love watching other people walk through hard things and not quit on God and like to see God's faithfulness to them too so Um, I didn't share anything that was in my notes really (laughs) about it, but I just felt like I wanted to come and share something. Um, because I, like I said, I'm in quite a season of transition. I have a lot of thoughts that I want to get to on the podcast and I'm feeling a little bit backlogged, but I also have like a lot of things to do practically in my life right now. So I just want to share a couple thoughts with you guys about storytelling and about I guess just an encouragement and reminder that um our faith does not rest in our own wisdom in our own ability to google enough things do enough research pull enough comps but it's in the power of 
God. Our faith rests in the power of God to keep us, to sustain us, and yes, to lead and guide us. But even when it feels sometimes like he, like he's not or that we can't hear or figure it out, like there is so much rest just knowing that he loves us and spending enough time in the word to to learn what love actually is and what love actually does. So I'll leave you guys with that encouragement and I'll be back to chat to you soon. Bye.